0: the fuck All right, let's try it, try it again. I'll just keep an eye on this. But uh Yeah, I don't know how much of that we even managed to record, but you know. No, nah, yeah, no worries. Uh yeah. All right. Cool. But that was an interesting discussion. Oh yeah. Sorry you missed it. Anyway. <laughs> uh yeah.
1: Um so yeah,
0: uh Okay, so today we're going to be covering of small gods and the hog father, the Hogfather. yeah, yeah, this let's finish, our, We should finish up the Hogfather because yeah. we kind of started it, last yeah. We week. talked
1: a little bit about it, and uh, last week was more closer to Christmas, but it's still near the Christmas holidays, kind of, yeah, so I feel it's apropos. Um,
0: <laughs> it's close enough, yeah. Uh, yeah. So,
1: and I, I, you said you you watched the movie. I watched the movie. It was great. Huh? It was
0: great. <laughs> it was a great movie. But it's it's so funny because it's the kind of movie. It's a nerd movie. Yeah, of course. You can only be into it if you are into that pacing and into that kind of world building. Yeah. World building is the yeah. Is the where sure. it's at.
1: Exactly, because yeah, it it starts off with a zooming shot of the giant turtle and stuff and it's like yeah okay it's it's trying to bring you into a fantasy world like hard
0: yeah it's not even no not no foreplay yeah there's a turtle flying through space and the whole world's on it (laughs) hello once upon a time you know you're like what yeah it's a great movie uh i really enjoyed it it's i almost wish that i had been able to watch it all by myself okay i was with gene because i think that's one of those movies that really gets you when you're alone yeah best
1: yeah it, yeah whenever you're with a person with that it like satire with satire especially it's like you're kind of looking over to see if they're laughing at the joke yeah. and and shit
0: Yeah <laughs> yeah so it's like so it's kind of hit or miss and so you know whatever you're looking over you know uh, luckily Gene is, he, we have a similar sense of humor you know so he he was into it he was good nice. I was just being I'm being selfish I just wanted to just watch it alone and eat something and watch it alone. <laughs> eat a sausage. Yeah, eat a sausage, watch it alone. You know, sausage, hot dogs, anything, man. That would have been uh, a little bit, but I, but I liked it. It's it's actually verbatim, the book, really. Kind
1: of. I think there was one extra thief that, yeah. that they brought in the book. They, yeah. they, there was one extra guy, like Peachy or something. Yeah,
0: yeah, I guess so. Yeah.
1: Um, but, yeah, for the most part, it's, it, it is verbatim, the book. BBC does really good. I know oh, it was a disc world shit
0: <laughs> that's so funny that you said that because that's uh, only book readers would give a shit about that right it's, <laughs> it's like you, we care so much like when you're missing lines because they're the lines you tell yourself you quote to yourself you're like yep. this part was awesome this part was. you're awesome. waiting
1: for that part and you're ready to say it and it doesn't say it and you're like fuck
0: you yeah exactly <laughs> it's almost an insult right it's like they took your thing and they're like they spun it and they were like yeah well this isn't for you anymore right yeah you're like, what yeah we, so I made this we're trying I made to... you
1: we're trying to appeal to more people. No, just appeal to me. I read you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's why it, it's best when a book is made into a movie by like a BBC mm-hmm. or like a literary pretentious outlet because if it's Hollywood, you're pretty much screwed. If it's Hollywood? Yeah. That you know, they're going to get um whatever the whoever the latest it girl is, Zendaya and um who's like the latest it guy, the guy who wears dress all the time, Nick something or what's his name
1: oh um I, I know what a lot of them dresses
0: about. but like the one that that makes goes the extra mile to pose Charlem- with dresses
1: Charlemagne? I think it's
0: Charlemagne yeah yeah it's Charlemagne right
1: not Charlemagne I think it's Charlemagne Charlemagne yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't keep up with that many people. I I was gonna I, go with Tom Holland. I'm, I'm
0: saying Charlemagne. That's like a pre-medieval.
1: Well, no, they have Charlemagne the God, the the DJ oh, yeah, dude. There's that guy. Yeah, yeah. Shock Jock. Yeah. Charlemagne
0: the God. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, I don't. I, I'm not a a big like Hollywood person. My parents used to watch ET, and I'm I would just rag
0: mm-hmm.
1: on them so hard. I
0: mean, it's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous thing to get into.
1: Yeah. Keep it's, up with the it's lives. It's actually
0: less life. ridiculous to be into a turtle flying through space, right, with the world on it, F- for sure, than it is to be into these people's mundane, empty-headed lives. Yeah, like they're actually not even interesting people most of the time. <laughs> and the thing is, it's when a celebrity is interesting, they actually don't last as celebrities for very long because yeah, they get too busy horse wrangling or whatever the fuck yeah they're
1: they're doing like wild shit that either gets them in trouble or has them so busy they don't they just don't
0: they don't have time to interview for it yeah right but meanwhile the people that are the most in front of the camera are just like so boring it's the same shit over that's why they do fashion because fashion is a just it's like a visual distraction from the empty husk that's wearing it
1: yeah they're gonna try to design their their outer excitement because they exactly. have nothing inside. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> but we have plenty inside because we read Discworld. So fuck those people. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> just because we just sit here and act like we're better than everybody. I'm right. down to do that. That'll be yeah. our podcast every every single time. Like, we're better than everybody. We're here. Of course. Uh, we read.
1: We're, yeah, the turtle reads.
0: <laughs> okay. So initially, we wanted to do this one um, before the holidays. But. We can get through this now. Yeah. So let's get this pull the Wikipedia up. Let's pull some information up. Um anything you wanted to see in the movie at all that wasn't in the book?
1: Um not really. Um well a little bit more exploring of uh because they didn't, they didn't like in Small Gods. She she went and she explored Death's Mansion and shit and saw all that. But like I kind of wanted to see all of that in the in the movie. That would have been cool
0: in Small Gods. You mean Hogfather?
1: Yeah, in Hogfather. Oh yeah. And it, but uh, yeah, I see. Yeah, it's that Small Gods. Yeah. In Soul Music, she explored it. And they don't have a movie of that, but I kind of, like, she she went and saw the tub and all that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. I wanted Susan to go, uh, like, in the movie and kind of, like, explore Death's Mansions a little bit more whenever she went not get the sword. That yeah. would have been cool. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, well, I don't think they would have been able to portray that on TV.
1: It would have been very difficult. It's yeah. <laughs> just, like, walls that aren't walls and shit like yeah. that. <laughs> like...
0: It, it, there's a there's a scene where it's simultaneously uh a play a space in the center of a room that's close and far away yeah how are you gonna do that I know <laughs> <laughs> I mean you could yeah. but you'd have to be really creative yeah. and take the time to think about how you could even work that out yeah like, you could do it though because it's it's like Albert's at the door and it's like miles and miles away where he has to go yeah but then he takes two steps he's there yeah you could you could kind of do that but that's really hard that (laughs) kind of reminds me of um you ever seen the holy grail monty python Mm -hmm. you know that scene where they're at the castle and these guys are trying to like storm the castle yeah and they keep running but they're never close so it's like that funny scene where it's like
1: they run across the whole screen right and then they cut to the
0: guy at the door he's just like and then they cut back to him and then they cut back to the guy at the door he's like yeah and then suddenly he's like hey ho and he just like cuts his head off Roto stabs him and then they run into the castle i don't know <laughs> cuts or yeah yeah you ever try to film a sketch or a movie
1: um the only thing i ever did was that thing in french class where we we, we came up with the sketches and did that I, i've i never really filmed much uh like sketches or anything yeah. but yeah I mean, yeah, I, I did uh, hit my, got a friend to hit me with a car for a sketch, so that was... Oh,
0: yeah, cool. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. That was... Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine.
1: <laughs> that was years ago. That was for high school.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> I wish I could watch a movie about your life just to kind of see what the hell's would, going on. It
1: would start off very sad. Would it? Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, it, everyone's life starts out sad. We're born, aren't we? That sucks. No, it's, the minute you're born, it's like, you're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> i get it what's your sad story
1: uh i was born with a uh, genetic deformity oh no yeah uh my your whenever you're born your skull is born in plates so your brain has room to grow <gasps> okay all my plates were connected so okay. my brain could only grow out in the soft spots in front and in back yeah yeah so like i think it was like a week after i got out of hospital my head looked like a football like oh, reverse no. stewie yeah uh <laughs> I, I couldn't sleep like on my back, of my head. I had to
0: sleep sideways. Yeah. So you just look like a Cartoon Network character. Yeah. And
1: uh, so they brought me to the hospital, and uh, they had to saw my head open. Yeah. And separate it, so my brain had room to grow. Uh, so I have a huge head. Um, and uh, yeah, and then. It's yeah. uh, good. I have a uh, yeah, I'm born with familial tremors and all kinds of shit. It's just yeah, but then. I'm here. It's, it's all good. Here, <laughs> you're fucking here, dude. You're fucking here. So, ever, yeah.
0: You ever heard of those people that, um you know, because some people still want their skulls to grow? The, the they hole. do that thing where they drill the hole in their heads? I,
1: I, I found out about that, that there's actual people with holes in their heads. Yeah. Like, high, uh, it, it's apparently very popular with, like, British elites.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That Well, British elites are always trying, you know, because once you're rich and powerful, and you, ha- especially them, they already have landed estates and nobility titles, right? right? It's like, where do you go from there? So they want to be, you know, immortal. They want to be omniscient. You know, they, they, they want to experiment with their bodies. Just
1: to- wait for the chip. Don't <laughs> drill a hole in your head, though. No, like, it, I, I saw a picture of one woman, like this British, like, like, I don't know, billionaire, like, trillionaire. And it was, like, literally a, a, a quarter size hole in her skull.
0: Yeah, that's how you gotta do it.
1: And it's like, you could have just a bug fly in your skull and land on your brain. <laughs> what are we doing? That
0: would be hilarious.
1: Just a fly. <laughs> and then you're like just smacking your head trying to get a fly out of your skull. Yeah. I blew my mind. I did not, I I, I don't know. I, I don't aerate your head. I don't Well, know. it's
0: supposed to make you constantly, like you're basically, once you do that, you're supposedly Always in a state of tripping or something like heightened awareness.
1: Dang it, don't make me want to do this.
0: No, I think because <laughs> do, it's too close to you know, it's too similar to what it sounds like to get lobotomized. Yeah, so I think some of these people are just retarded, you know, and Possibly. they're just kind of like, I see everything now. And it's like, sure, you do, <laughs> Duchess, you know, back into your fucking doghouse and Duchess. shut the fuck up. no i can hear the bees walking on the leaves who who, who let her out of her crate (laughs) who let the who let the duchess out of her crate
1: oh that would be hilarious if there's just like there's the the like upper class and then there's a group right above them that came up with that idea just to make that upper class elite just stupid (laughs) as shit and half Half retarded, so they can control them. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, no. This this thing, we drill, we drill a hole in your skull, and you're so much smarter. You have all this stuff.
0: Hey, that's that's a good point. Maybe that's a way <laughs> to keep the ones that are, like, extra about taking over the world, like, chill, you know? Because all the other rich people are just like, all right, these are going to be the next Hitlers. Yeah. So. <laughs> Tell them about the, the thing.
1: That, <laughs> just, I, I wish that's how, like, if, the, if there was, like, a group of, like, ultra-powerful elites, but they were actually really good people. That would be such a weird <laughs> twist on the world. Like, they, there's so many bad rich people that there's just a small group of good ones who are like outsmarting those bad ones and like doing that little shit like that. Like, well, I don't let's know. dumb them down. Let's give these people flori- <laughs> extra fluoridated water and make them completely stupid.
0: Well, they, you know, there are no good people though, period, right? Yeah. But, but I don't think, I think with when it comes to, you know, rich people, I mean, first of all, there's all kinds of different sorts of rich people right there's like the duchess with the hole in her head living right. in a dog crate right but they're, they're, those people get born with wealth yeah
1: they could be anything Inherited wealth yeah they
0: could be any kind of slob and, yeah. and it's like but they got money yeah. so whatever but then there are people that are self self-made but you know like people who work with or without advantage like work their asses off they're just like high um high level very motivated people mm-hmm. and just grew more for themselves, right? And they live in the, you know, and then with those people, I don't know. I, I don't think it's as simple as good or bad anymore. For sure. It's... I think a lot of these people, it's a lot of these elites that want to change the way society is run or anything like that, I, I think I think they think they're doing a good thing. I think they think they're doing what's best. Yeah. And it's mostly what's best for themselves. Yeah. But it's like, they, they actually, but then there's others who don't give a shit. Yeah. And, and what they want is just more power, more whatever, and they're and they don't care yeah but then i think there are other people they're not i don't think they're good maybe they give to charities and shit but that doesn't make you good yeah they're philanthropic
1: yeah i think the
0: best you could hope for with a rich person or or, you know a person at elite at that level is not necessarily to be good but to say fuck you to all the rest of those people you know yeah the people that just hate the other ones yeah
1: yeah it's it's really is a them creating that uh infighting but amongst the 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 normal people that keep them under control the you know like
0: well we do it to ourselves i mean like we're republican
1: democrats like that it's like it's creating that false dichotomy within the society we We are we do
0: it every single time (sighs) we fall for it every fucking time but it's not even that we all fall for, right? It's just that there's a small group that falls for it, right? but then there's the rest of us cowards who never say anything. We don't say anything. We're looking at the people on either side of us, morons, right, Mm -hmm. screaming at each other, but we're just standing there like side-eyeing each other like, do you wanna get high, you know? Like we don't fucking do anything. So we're we're just kind of all in this milieu of just so many complicated it's like it's complicated because there's so many different kinds of us yeah so many things happening you know yeah
1: that's so why I, I do generally stay out of political conversations because I yeah. tend to fall right in the middle and both both sides think I'm the worst of the opposite side uh, but whenever it does come up I, I do you. jump in and immediately go you're both retarded and because it's
0: well because <laughs> a lot of the main debates the, the main uh, rifts in society which is bullshit right it's like the the it, those are just the things that make the craziest of us yell more. Yeah. That's it. But the those thing like abortion or um what's another one? Uh gun rights, right? All that shit, you can't take a side on an issue like that. They're complicated. Yeah. So the minute you take a side, you're an idiot because yeah. you don't understand that there isn't a two sides in that way. Yeah, yeah. That's it's,
1: it. it's 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 the, like the gun thing, like yeah, in, in a
0: yeah. Let's take let's pick the safe one.
1: <laughs> neither one of those is safe, but <laughs> the gun thing, like yeah, in a in a large city, it might be good to have some gun controls and shit like that. But in in a in a in a rural like absolutely mostly cow field town, yeah, the, the farmer needs whatever he can to defend his kids from coyotes. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> if that's a, a uh shotgun or fucking yeah. assault rifle it really doesn't matter those coyotes have to die,
0: yeah, and then they act like, <laughs> they act like oh can't you just call the authorities It's like the authorities are a hundred miles away sometimes yeah, yeah. the authorities will not get there your kids will be with the coyotes, yeah, okay, and it's not like Mowgli where it's cool alright <laughs> they're gonna get their faces eaten off yeah. and it's just you and your gun
1: yeah it, it's or whatever so yeah every yeah yeah, okay.
0: Whatever, man, we're agreed. That's yeah. all. Whatever. For sure. That's all that matters. I just, you know what I'm glad about? I'm just glad that there is a way for people who have different values to go live in different places that is more agreeable to what they what they want to live by. And
1: that's what it was supposed to, like, America was kind of set up to be with the different states, yeah. ha- supposed to have more power than what the federal government has totally. and shit. It was supposed to be like a giant experiment of different ideas and it's just like gotten so warped it's wild that we're like
0: well because there's people that keep trying to make it more federalist Mm -hmm. and it's like fuck those people yeah and and unfortunately it tends to be a little bit more uh maybe a little bit more on the liberal side maybe lately Uh, yeah lately like 20 years years ago used to be more on the right side
1: i mean, not even 20. So, I mean around whenever George Bush was president and getting all the all the military powers to go and invade Iraq. Like that was yeah. a, that was a hard swing right and then yeah, it 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 constantly swings back and forth but it's
0: but it's also shit. I feel bullshit. like it yeah, a it's anywhere.
1: a duopoly. It's it is, a it's yeah. it, it really is like
0: they just pass the baton back and forth. But meanwhile, like the, in terms of foreign policy, we're still doing the same shit. It's a, it, we move forward in oh, the yeah. exact same way. Nothing changes. Yeah.
1: And, and and it's exemplified they had that great little picture of Mitch McConnell and Nancy Pelosi high-fiving in the fucking spe- how, speaker mm-hmm. building or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck. And it's like that that sums everything up. They're just working together just while making everyone think they they're working against each
0: other it's just a reality tv show yes it's like you ever saw kenny versus benny did i ask you this already
1: I don't know uh, but i've been asked a couple times no i haven't
0: no it's a good show it's uh it's it's actually probably one of the best reality tv shows that ever came out of the the 2000 the early 2000s
1: what's it because like?
0: it became so much bigger than the initial concept. Mm-hmm. It kind of complicated and, and interesting to watch. Okay, It's just a show, though, but it, it's good. It was about, It's about two guys. They're best friends since childhood. They live together, and then they engage in competitions that they invent. And whoever defeats the other one has to be humiliated. Oh, no, it humiliates the loser. And that's just it. But, but when you watch it, you know, it really is about... It ends up being about two, fr- a friendship that just breaks down and is destroyed.
1: That's, yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah. I like that.
0: So that's a good...
1: Watching the de- degradation of friendships, like, yeah. in real time. Yeah, <laughs> And it's kind
0: of like male friendships specifically. Yeah, you yeah. You yeah. like men... uh they friends with each other. Yeah. <laughs> and how they, like, poke at each other and test yeah. each other, right? But then it gets, like, it gets to this level that's very suspect but it's great it's good the competitions are ridiculous too it's all like who can who can walk around with a goat tied to their leg the longest right and it's stuff like that
1: i would just carry the goat
0: oh when you see what happens with that goat it's hilarious (laughs) it's uh it's actually that's one of the better episodes you should uh I'll, i'll check it out check it out yeah all right damn we're supposed to be talking about Fantasy World. I know, right? We're, t- we're talked about the realest shit over the last <laughs> 20 minutes.
1: This is what you get on the Turtle Reads.
0: <laughs> yeah, we tricked you. This is actually a foreign policy podcast. <laughs> we work for the State Department. Okay, so The Hogfather. Yep, yep. First of all, did you watch The Father for yeah. Christmas? Mm-hmm. I did as well. It was great, like I said. Let's get back to that. Let's, let's, let's reel it back into non-existent Issues. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's the twentieth Discworld novel by Terry Pratchett. Nineteen ninety-seven British Fantasy Award nominee. British Fantasy Award. Yeah. We don't have that here. Do we have that? Uh,
1: American Fantasy Award. I don't think so.
0: Damn, man. The British people. You know. Also, they, they also get it. They get it right a lot.
1: I feel like I, we should we should uh say that whenever we say Terry Pratchett, it's Sir Terry Pratchett. He was knighted.
0: He he was a what? He was knighted. Oh, was he knighted?
1: Yeah, he's, he is Sir Terry Pratchett.
0: I mean, that's cool and all, but I don't give a shit about their stupid, like, royalty. I don't care. I don't, fuck, you know what? Like, just, just because I'm an American and fuck that shit, I'm just, I'm not going to address, but I do mean it respectfully, but I don't care. I, maybe I'll say it. Maybe fair, I won't. Fair. I'm not going to take a stance either either way, because sure. that would be ridiculous. Yeah, but. yeah. But, like, they're, they're ridiculous people. Yeah, that's, no. that's a ridiculous thing to still have. They should, they should just not have. No duchesses. Like, you're, you're, your royalty's drilling holes in their heads at this point. Like, you don't need them. <laughs> they're just a bunch of inbred, lobotomized poodles of people. Like, they don't, <laughs> you don't need them. You got these, like, Pomeranian, this class of Pomeranian humans, you know, who just don't serve a function. You know, they pretend they do because they donate to the BBC and shit. And everybody goes, oh, well, I guess that's all right. But it's like, what else are you doing? Nothing. Just engaged in globalist conspiracies. Get the fuck out of there, dude. Anyway, (laughs) but I'm sure Terry Pratchett wasn't a part of that. So, yeah, it's not his fault. So America doesn't have. God, this is so American. Uh, We don't have an American fantasy award. We have the world fantasy award.
1: We we it, it, like yeah, America is like the Texas of the world, where like everything is be- bigger in America. I love it. It's like we just have to like no, we're not gonna do our national award. No, no, we're we're gonna just yeah encompass everything yeah in our award ceremony.
0: It's like the World Series of basketball, yeah. the World Series of NFL. We're the only one that plays that have, like football. It's yeah, it's like ridiculous. This country is so lovably retarded. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So it was first released in 1996, published by Victor Galanz. I don't know who that is. Uh, Okay, let's skip ahead. So the book focuses on the absence of the Hogfather, a mythical creature akin to Father Christmas, who grants children's wishes on Hogs Watch Night, December 32nd, and brings them presents. While death attempts to fill in for the Hogfather, his granddaughter, Susan Stowe Hellett, tries to find and rescue the Hogfather. That's the story. That's, that's like the main synopsis. Yeah. And so um, when did you first read this Hogs Watch, uh, Hogfather book? Oh. How old were you?
1: Probably 13 or 14.
0: 13. Ooh. So here's a question. Tell me the truth. Did you ever try to celebrate Hogs Watch Night?
1: No. It was Are Christmas. You lying to me? <laughs> <laughs> Christmas was always big in our family. So it was like I, 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 I did the whole Christmas. I didn't try to like judge it up with Hog Father, Hogs Watch, because it, my family wasn't into it. it oh. It was, yeah, you told it was me. just me you really that tried. was into the disc world. But, uh, Honestly, I, I think I, I, as, like, just having fun, if I ever do have, like, a family or my own place where I do my own thing, it'll probably be Hogs Watched Out. Yeah. Sausages Hell and yeah. meat pies and sherry. <laughs> Hell
0: yeah. I mean, that sounds amazing. It
1: sounds cool as fuck. Well, honestly,
0: that's how British people celebrate that. Like probably, they have yeah. meat pies and sausage, but they love meat. Um, I love that they love meat. Yeah, honestly, yeah, I think that's amazing. I haven't
1: tried British cuisine. I hear it's horrible, but I, I I do know that they have good sausages.
0: Dude, it's not true. I mean, their general cuisine it sucks ass, but they they really hit it with certain things. I mean, come on, beef Wellington. I've never tried it. Beef Wellington. Wait, is beef? Yeah, beef Wellington has to be British, right? I mean, it's Wellington. Sounds
1: British. Yeah, it's not French. I don't know.
0: Right. Okay. So there's beef Wellington. You can make a hamburger Wellington at home and see if, if you like it. Okay, it's basically you know it's like uh it's a dough, like a crispy flaky dough, uh, that encases meat. Ah, oh. like seasoned meat. That's all it is. But it, it looks great, tastes great, and um, I want to actually try to make it one of these days. That would be fire. Uh, they have meat pies, which I've I've made hand raised meat pies at home, and they are delicious. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we do crawfish pies in and. In- South Uh, Louisiana. Well, that's
0: the European heritage. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. And uh, sausages, obviously, right? But I think when it comes to meat, like, they just, they have really fresh, good meat. Right. Just like kind of Texas is like that. Yeah. Right? You tend to get a lot of fresh meat here. And um, one thing I noticed when I went to London was their fruit tastes really good Mm -hmm. because they have more restrictions on what qualifies as organic produce. Oh. Yeah. So the, okay. the, the strawberries and the raspberries—they taste like in your mouth. They just. Wah!
1: It's really All right. I'm um, that—that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's uh, I'm, I'm not much of a like eating fruits and vegetables person. I do.
0: Really, I would never have thought. To, <laughs> to, I would never have thought that.
1: Yes. No. Three hundred thirty-pound <laughs> me. Um, I, mean,
0: I don't like fruit that much, honestly.
1: But uh, I do, think that like yeah, you know, I used to like to eat. Apples and and uh, satsumas, uh, but yeah, like it was because uh at one point we had an apple tree. Oh, that's great! And like those were, it was Granny Smith apples, and they were juicy as shit, delicious. Granny Smith apples, the best, my favorite, yeah. And then yeah, if you go buy some at the store, it's just not the same.
0: It's not the same. It so really there did. you go. Yeah. So you know what that's like. Yeah. I guess uh, if you have your own farm, a lot of what you're growing is organic. Yeah. Basically.
1: Yeah. My my dad used to grow watermelons and all kinds of shit, and they were always just better than what you would get. That's so yeah. I'm um, I'm uh
0: familiar with it. Can't
1: wait to have my own garden, honestly. Grow some shit. Do you, are
0: you good at growing stuff?
1: I'm pretty decent. Yeah. I, really? Yeah. It's it's just tending to it early enough in the day to where like that's you an know, issue. Yeah. Like, it's timing. It, it's really just like every plant is on a regular cycle. And you just have to know what that cycle is and then be attentive to it. Is you that know? it?
0: Because mm-hmm. I tried, dude, I tried raised garden beds this winter. And first of all, I planted too late. Yeah, yeah. So by the time the frost hit, like half them fucking things died. So now I just have cabbages and carrots left. And yeah. they're probably not gonna make it.
1: When it yeah, like, like I said, they have a cycle and you have to take into account the cycle way before you plant. Mm-hmm. Like if you're planting something, there there are plants that grow in the winter, like like fruits and stuff that you can grow in winter, but like growing stuff in the summer during the winter, especially how we had that freeze in Texas here this year, it's not gonna work.
0: Yeah, it froze the hell out of them. Yeah. They were so sad. My tomatoes were just like... Yeah. Yeah, they turned into jelly. I feel so bad. They had just started sprouting their little cherry tomatoes. Damn. It was so bad. I, I had one. I managed to eat one. <laughs> that was it. So, you know, whatever. Well, if you're going to grow, let me know, because I, I need advice for growing a, a raised garden bed thing.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. Um. In, a, in. I, wanna try I think, like, two two months or a little bit less, I'm going to be getting a new job, which will, I, I will for sure be growing a garden. Okay. Um, And, yeah, yeah, it's... uh. That's what I grew up with. So, yeah, I can definitely give you some some tips. Fuck yeah. How much how much land do you have?
0: I just have two raised garden beds. I don't have land. Oh. I have two little raised garden beds. But I don't need a lot. I yeah, just yeah. need, because uh, I don't eat a lot of vegetables or fruits. I don't tend to like fruit. Like, on the weekends, I'll make a papaya shake or something right. like that. But um, vegetables I like because I eat so much meat now that uh, I need it f- yeah. for Fiber. constipation yeah. reasons. So, you know, I want to make sure that I get... Yeah. All, All the
1: essential nutrients to your digestive system. All
0: my butthole nutrients. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you eat for breakfast? Um,
1: well, A sandwich. A not, sandwich? Good. Yeah, mm. not good. Yeah.
0: What kind of sandwich?
1: Uh, Ham cheese with some mayo.
0: Well, okay.
1: Yeah. This is just...
0: Not, that's not the worst thing you could eat. Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm on a limited budget right now. Just yeah. bought bread, lunch meat, cheese, and mayo.
0: That's what you gotta do. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Have some eggs and some chicken breasts that I, I i'm gonna make some stuff with but mm-hmm. i was just this morning i was just like i'm not cooking
0: yeah i was wondering if because eating mostly just meat has been pretty economical just because i cut out i don't eat anything else yeah so yeah. it's kind of all i buy you ever tried that before
1: uh yeah for for a little while it's just i like variety you know like yeah. if, if i don't care uh, <laughs> Sometimes I I go down into the kitchen and just want to like
0: because you're a cook
1: No, I'm not a cook. I I like to cook but it's just like I want you know Like I'll be craving like a particular flavor like cheesy or something or creamy Mm -hmm. I hate whenever I'm craving milk and I don't have milk. It's the the worst I'm like I just want cream in my mouth.
0: I know you just want to drink a cup of milk. <laughs> I totally get that. And then we have a cookie or something. <laughs> <laughs> we just, they go good together. <laughs> I uh, milk. I, I get on the weekends too for for the shakes, and then uh, cappuccinos. I make cappuccinos on the weekend. Nice. Yeah.
1: I don't. I can't do coffee.
0: You don't do coffee? Uh, really? Yeah. Well, I guess you can only do downers, right? No, I, are, you, are you like into downers? No, you don't need to like stimulants. Is
1: what I mean. No, I, I just don't like the flavor of coffee, the taste at all. Really? Yeah, it's like.
0: How's your sense of smell? Good. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Okay.
1: It's it, for some reason, I and tea is the same thing. I don't. I, it's all bitter. It's all really bitter. Why would you want to drink something that's bitter? Really? Yeah. <laughs> I, they're not
0: bitter. It's well because it's it's. Um, that's why I asked about your sense of smell, because coffee, tea, that kind of stuff is so much more about your nose than it is your mouth. That if you are really into the sensation of, of the smell, then you'll. I feel like you might probably like coffee more likely hmm. to like coffee or something. But that's a theory. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just. all like... like I
0: smell things before I taste them. I know what things will taste like before I eat them.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so a bunch of people have been trying to get me to do certain coffees and teas lately. I might try some different stuff.
0: I mean, do it for, for you know, edification. or But like, do whatever the fuck you want. Like yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm so like not about making people do... Like, live your best life. <laughs> you know what I mean? I hate when people... Like, it's good to... to like, okay, I'm like, Kenny versus Spenny. Go check it out, right? Yeah. But you also don't have to, right? And, yeah. but, but maybe you'll remember it, and maybe you'll check it out, right? But for somebody to try to make you take a different lifestyle choice yeah that's the kind of shit where i'm just like fucking back off you know let this person you know like you want to chug a glass of milk once you know it's like leave you alone that's it
1: yeah yeah for sure it's yeah, i i that's consider I it because it's it, it could help me you know like uh like coffee in the morning could get me more energy and possibly doing more during the day Maybe tea might help me relax at night if I got into a certain matcha you try that haven't I haven't
0: matcha you probably like because you can mix it with milk okay and then it'll be more like a milky it's
1: like that green shit it's
0: the green shit it's green it's green tea really but it's a potent but not bitter it's very it's very smooth actually okay and um you can mix it in with the milk and make kind of like a matcha latte And then, so it's like creamy, it's smooth, and it doesn't make you nervous the way coffee does. Okay. It just kind of, it makes you calm and a little bit of focus. It's actually pretty good. It's good for people with ADHD because it has uh, theanine in it. L-theanine. All right. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I take one every time, every day I wake up. It kind of keeps me chill. But then I also guzzle like three cups of coffee back to back. (laughs) So, you know.
1: Let's counteract the chill.
0: Yeah. (laughs) That's what I'm all about, man. I'm all about counteracting the chill. (laughs) So anyway, so anyway, okay, Hog
1: Hogfather,
0: so father, we wish we could have all the sausages and raised meat pies I'm gonna make you one by the way. I'm gonna oh, make awesome. you a raised meat pie Because uh, I make them anyway, so I'll just I'll save one um, I, That's the one thing about Christmas I wish I could have celebrated here. My family, by the way, none of them like Christmas really? I was always the only one in my immediate family. Is there something
1: else they celebrate? They don't
0: give a fuck about the holidays just really? in general. It was always me. It was okay. always me like I would, I would, like, take my own toys and wrap them up in, like, toilet papers, and then I'd put them under the tree and, like, give them to, like, mom or whatever. Yeah. You know? Like, I was, I loved Christmas. I loved the tree. I love I would just stick my face in the fucking tree just so that I could be in a little world of pine needles and lights, you know? Just...
1: <laughs> a little bit of sap on the face. Yeah, a
0: little bit of sap. I was like, oh, it's magical. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, like a girl in a porno. It's <laughs> so magical. I'm living my dream. <laughs> But, yeah, and uh, and I don't I didn't mind, I mean, of course, I minded a little that they weren't as enthusiastic, but I don't mind, you know, like i I just like Christmas yeah. I, I like, and so I like the hog Father, I like that kind of stuff, yeah, so hogs watch night, which I asked you if you would ever try to celebrate it on your own because I feel like if I were thirteen, I probably would have tried yeah
1: I, I, I didn't, but I probably will as an older person, yeah. which is the saddest part that's not sad. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. I'm gonna make my family deal with Hogs Watch. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, why not? Come on. Are they? Do they? Is your family very different from you in in that respect? Like none of the are. They don't nerd out about anything. Not like really.
1: You... Not not heavy nerd out like I do. I, okay. My my brother is a big like sci-fi guy. Like Star Trek and Star Wars has all kinds of like miniatures and shit like that. Uh, so kind of him, but not to the not to the point where he would like if Star Trek had their own Christmas thing, right. would he want to change Christmas to that?
0: Yeah, he. That sounds like because I've seen that a lot in the Bronx too. It, that that's kind of like, kinda, yes. kinda like blue collar nerd kind of yeah, kind of like nerd light. Yeah, right. They just have a fixation with collectibles or something like. But yeah. they but they don't want to do anything else fun. No. Yeah, I hate that. It's so half assed. <laughs> that's funny though to think of you. Just kind of walking around, you got your graphic hat, your tees, you're just like, hey, mom, it. and they're just all farmers or something. I don't know what they are, but your mom's a teacher or something? My
1: mom is, uh, she's right now the accountant for uh, food distribution for uh, all of Vermilion Paris.
0: Yeah, that is so a job. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and yeah. it's like, and then you're, you're just like, yeah, you guys want some fucking infused <laughs>
1: craft <laughs> fish interface. <laughs> yeah, it, I've... I've <laughs> I have strayed so far from the rest of my family. What they do? Brother's brother has a petroleum engineering degree. My stepdad like managed uh, uh, oil onshore oil rigs. My yeah. real dad is a garbage truck driver who like was a rodeo champion. It's like okay,
0: that's kind of cool. Yeah. All right.
1: And my mom yeah. was a rodeo champion with him. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, All it's right. a wild little story.
0: Hmm. All right. <laughs> Pull a pin on that. I want to hear about that story. I feel like next episode we'll be able to get it out of you. <laughs> All right. So, okay. All right. So, but that sounds like a kind of a family that'd be good at celebrating Christmas, though. Oh, yeah. Good they
1: they, they definitely love, like, yeah, love the Christmas time. Yeah,
0: my family's not like that. My dad was just an f- f- activist, you know, no. uh, turned a- head of HR at some uh, place for mentally um challenge not mentally actually no um in the uh, people who uh, like emotionally i don't know why i can't a psych ward that's what i was thinking okay <laughs> the psych ward. my brain is not working well today but he worked in that you know but my mom and then my mom was just like marxist revolutionary you know if she was a teenager and right. so and then you know then she became an art teacher you know they think they're too cool to celebrate holidays that's what i'm saying gotcha you. you know yeah And my brother thinks he's like a rapper really yeah
1: it like SoundCloud tattoos on the face and neck type it rapper it would have been
0: like that but he was older
1: oh okay yeah. that's good yeah that's it good. was
0: good it, i i now i appreciate that it happened when it did cuz i now i see it could have been so much worse yeah yeah he could have been so much more of a moron so <laughs> that's uh pretty happy about that could have been like takashi nine or whatever yeah. that he would have done that definitely <laughs> But, yeah, so that's why, you know, I just celebrate Christmas on my own. You know, because you look around, you see a head of HR, activist, you see a Marxist revolutionary, you see a a wannabe Eminem. Yeah. You you just kind of figure, I'll just do my own thing, you know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But Christmas is great. Hogs. I keep, like, not going to the point of this. But, anyway, the auditors of reality.
1: Yeah, the auditors. It's that. I love them as, like, a, a concept and, like, the big... Big bad in all of this world.
0: So the auditors of reality play a catalyzing role in this story. Yeah. They kind of start, they set everything off, right? Yeah. And Which, in, incidentally, is one of the three books that introduce Susan so- Stohelit. Yeah. So how do I, how you pronounce it? Susan Stohelit. <laughs> I love that you know how to pronounce a name that doesn't exist. That's, <laughs> how, that's pretty great. Yeah. Like, you know about a whole country. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so this is one of three books right she's at this point moved on from the first book she's graduated from her school and now she's working as a governess for a rich lady yeah who is nervous about her working for her because uh, susan still helly is actually a duchess yeah. Right. So this lady's all like, uh, "Do whatever you want." And I thanks. You and know? also,
1: it's you have somebody working for you who, at some points, will just like disappear. Yeah. Out of nowhere. Right. And then she still has her powers. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, that would be a little intimidating.
0: Yeah, but she's trying to pretend she doesn't have the powers yeah. at the same time. So she's trying to be normal. So this, the whole time she's trying to be nor- normal. The beginning of the story starts with the auditors of reality. Now, they're called, they're a group of celestial bureaucrats. Yep, yep. Yeah, I hate bureaucrats. I hate them. Too. I hate them of all stripes.
1: And it's, most people hate them, hate bureaucrats. That's why they're like one of the best villains you can possibly put. Just like, yeah. Un, like, unfazing, untouchable, just bureaucrats. It's like, oh, what, what could be worse than people who just appear out of nowhere and go, uh, yeah, we're gonna make things this way yeah. and you have to go we through. We have
0: this. to do things this way because it's as per regulation. Yeah. And so we can't complete our paperwork if so and so isn't dead. Right? That's a bureaucrat. Yeah. That's a person that's it's a just... that's a great human evil. Yeah. Is the person who does their paperwork. You know, as even though even if it means like half of civilization will perish.
1: Yeah, the, the people who are regulating the paperwork of the universe.
0: Yes, yes, <laughs> bureaucrats, HR ladies. We have to fight them to the death. We can't <laughs> let them win because they will. All, the thing is, it's like you wouldn't have to care about them if it weren't for the fact that they're always trying to make everything in the image of a bureaucracy. So you have yeah. to fight them. They yeah. can't help it. They they are sick. They're sick people. Nobody likes them. That's why they work in those positions, right? And so they get like a sense of power, just just really limp dick power, you know, sitting behind a desk and then writing your name on things and having a little title that you could put in your, you know, Toblerone-shaped uh, <laughs> name label over name here plate. on your da- nameplate, right? And then you just... That you know you think you think you you have an effect on the world because of it, and you think that your stupid little suggestions are good and will somehow like further the purpose of humanity. But your purposes are to impose your will, your concept of order, onto people who don't give a shit, and who shouldn't give a shit.
1: Yeah. Right. And, and also how like bureaucracies they never take like any bureaucracy whether it's government or, or anything never takes responsibility like the the auditors if if any one of them actually says like i or we or like something that makes it personal for them they disappear bureaucrats is fucking great is that their power oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Whenever, that's perfect whenever one of them was like said me yeah. He just like popped out of right. existence and a new one pops up. It's like <laughs> they can't take responsibility. It's just like all of them together as one. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's so fucking perfect.
0: They're the fucking Borg, man. <laughs> People are mutants. Anyway. Uh a group of celestial bureaucrats known as the Auditors of Reality attempt to eliminate the Hogfather, a jolly like a jolly godlike creature who brings children presents on December thirty-second similar to the figures of Santa Claus and Father Christmas in the U.S. and U.K. Forbidden to interfere directly by the rules. That's what I'm saying. They pay the Assassin's Guild to kill the hog father instead. The task is given to Mr. Tea Time, which is a mispronunciation. It's Teatame.
1: Teatame? Teatame.
0: Teatame, who has a -a 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 reputation for ruthlessness and creative solutions. Mr. Tietame enlists the help of some gangsters to help find a delivery person working for the tooth fairy using his magic to break into her kingdom, stealing all of the collected teeth there. With these teeth, he's able to control all the children on the disc world, commanding them to no longer believe in the hog father. Oh my God. So... This is interesting because, uh, yeah, you have these you have bureaucrats, right, which uh, pose a grave threat to the very fabric of reality, right? And you have this uh, figure, the Hogfather, and they want to assassinate him. And then they introduce the book introduces you here to Mister Tiatame, right, which is a really yeah. creepy guy. How do you think the actor did in terms of portraying him?
1: Really good. I think he, so too. He's like. It, it, Perfect amount of childishness with just this weird creepiness. Like whenever he's in the, just appears in the Assassin's Guild office, petting the dog. Yeah. Just like sitting on the floor and and then, yeah, he 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 perfect perfect creepy to like kid level. Yeah. Where it's, it, it was the character for sure.
0: Yeah. He's like he talks like this. <laughs> but then he's like killing everyone the whole time. It's very stabby stabby guy. Very stabby. Yeah. So. That's uh good. I wonder. There's if you watch because I watched the movie before I read the book. So in the movie, he just has like a black orb in one eye.
1: Yeah, it's a, supposed to be a pinpoint pupil, and then uh, a
0: glass, a glass, glass orb. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know. That how would that look? That would look probably creepier. Pretty cool. Yeah. That's the one thing maybe I I wish they had done a little differently, but it was still good anyway. Yeah. Uh huh. And so. Uh, Mr. Tiatame is a psychopath and then he gets these gangsters and then he has, um, one more guy in the book that's actually not in the movie, right?
1: Yeah. I think it, it's either Cat's Eye or Peachy that's not in the movie. Mm. Um, so yeah, they had the...
0: And they kidnap a tooth fairy, which is weird because in this story, in this world, there's more than one tooth fairy.
1: Yes. It's like a collective that works under what we find out to be a bogey, the bogeyman. Yeah. Um, Can you
0: imagine these people get, um, like, Gigster or, um, you know, like, like Task Rabbit?
1: Task Rabbit, but for fucking te- uh, collecting teeth. Or, yeah. Th- that w- yeah, uh, Task Rabbit for gods. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, today your job is going to be to go and hand out all these little, uh, or today you're cupid. Yeah, you, ha- you just have <laughs> to cupid fly City. around and just hit people who look like they're in love.
0: Yeah, <laughs> hit people who look like they're in love. There's a lot of people in New York City that think they're cupid. And, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, so they kidnap this little tooth fairy lady, um, who is really cute and Violet, I believe. Violet. And so then when they get into first they meet at okay so actually okay this this doesn't really lay out like what actually happens it kind of just summarizes it right so the head of the assassin's guild sitting in his office and then the bureaucrat appears Mm -hmm. so then they hire him and then Tiatame just appears like out of nowhere yeah right and scares the shit out of him and then he's like "Uh, could you kill the hog father he thinks that it's going to be a ridiculous request and then he goes i've thought about this you know yeah creepy and then he's like you have he's like yeah i've thought about killing Death and Hogfather and Soul Cake Duck. Yeah. <laughs> so then he's like, all right, that's good. Bye. And he's like, okay. And then they go to the, he goes to the bar. He meets up with these gangsters, tells them what the thing is. And then he, um. <laughs> that's all right. So, um, Yeah. They're meeting with the gangsters. So then, once they kind of figure out what their job is, then he punches the big guy in the face. Yeah, and knocks his tooth out. Yeah, right. To get to get the tooth fairy to come.
1: Yeah, and it also makes he's childlike. Yeah, it makes Banjo kind of show Tiatame more respect than his brother Medium Dave. Yeah. Uh, after that point, as well as they're both basically children, I but would respect
0: yeah. anybody who knocked a tooth out.
1: Well, Banjo's a big dumb doof yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah but he's very endearing as oh a yeah
1: banjo's banjo's great um just yeah a big goofy dumb guy
0: i love his and his sort of character arc yeah he ends up uh running the he, the he tooth ends up fairy. being the tooth fairy basically
1: yeah. and then yeah violet and the fucking god of hangovers is like oh we could tell him what to do and susan's like no enough people have told him what to do yeah it's like that's great it's like yeah give him let him be just
0: he can handle teeth yeah he can handle teeth he's he's knocked out enough of his own right <laughs> it's like this guy got he got it with the teeth leave, leave the guy alone so uh when they meet up and he knocks the guy's teeth out tooth fairy comes they kidnap that tooth fairy then they get on uh the the big truck that delivers all the teeth, mm-hmm. right? And, uh, you know, he stabby-stabs the driver when they get to where they're get going. Get
1: the powder and throw it.
0: Get that powder, magic fairy powder. They throw it at the wall. They go into the tower, and now they're walking around. And so how do you think they did portraying the, the teeth tower?
1: Good. It, it was... I, I, the costumes are a little weird like big teeth on uh, with yeah what elements. was that I, that was that was kind of weird you could have just made them soldiers i don't know <laughs> but uh yeah. yeah it was it was good um the portrayal of it as a, as its own living entity that that terrorizes the minds of whoever comes in it was i like that great yeah yeah but the, with the chest they didn't do that was something they left out of a, a movie too the um Probably because, it, yeah, it was probably for the character that they didn't put in the movie. Uh, the the scissor hand mm-hmm. monster thing that mm-hmm. comes after him because he sucks his thumb.
0: Yeah, I think they put that in there. They did? Yeah.
1: I thought they the only movie. did the... Uh...
0: They they didn't really get into it. Yeah. It was kind of a... We, you just see the shadow mm-hmm. of the scissor okay. thing and they don't explain it or anything. Yeah. yeah. And so it's so quick that you don't know... Well, because that movie was for the people that read the book. Yeah. But, uh, you know.
1: It, whenever I was like rereading it after I watched the movie and then I, I, I listened to that part, is like a giant, basically like a dinosaur with all like knives and scissors and stuff. I'm like, I understand the technology probably wasn't there back then whenever they made this movie to CGI that or make that a thing, but
0: that would have been so cool.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that would have been cool. A giant yeah. dinosaur with scissors for hands. Let's,
0: well, you know, but it's good not to...
1: Hazard Cidr- Scissorhandsaurus. <laughs> Edward
0: Scissorhandsaurus. Well you said that? That's like one of your childhood friends. <laughs> Edward Scissorhandsaurus, come on. Uh, I think it's it's kind of good, though, that they don't... You, you shouldn't go too far with effects if you don't have them. Yeah, for Because sure. that doesn't hold up.
1: No, it doesn't end well. It, uh, generally, it's looked back on as like, oh, yeah, they fucked up. It's just terrible. Yeah.
0: yeah. You just got to do what you got. Yeah. So, okay, so they're in the, the castle... The castle's slowly starting to turn on them and access their deepest fears, right? And they're kind of getting knocked off one by one. The whole time they're trying to unlock this door where they're assuming the Tooth Fairy is. Yeah. And they're going to go... What is he even trying to do with her, though? Is he just going to kill her? Is that his original...
1: I guess basically just to take over that whole thing, that, that whole operation. Yeah. Like, figure out what is the deal with this operation, take it over so he can control... What children's beliefs about everything,
0: yeah, I wonder what he would have even done with that though
1: ultimately, try to kill death, oh, you think so, yeah, yeah. that okay. was that that I mean, once you've eliminated the hog father of a major belief from around the world, then the next logical step is like try to kill gods or go straight after death,
0: hmm. Yeah. Okay. I guess so. I don't know. I guess the motivation of somebody like that is just supposed to be intentionally esoteric in a way though. Like yeah. ultimately. Right. Yeah. Cause you're like, what do you, what does this guy want? Just destroy everything. Well, yeah. But then the answer is like, probably. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, yeah. Once he, once he has achieved that, that first level to the step of like ending everything, it's like, okay, what's the next logical step? Yeah. Get rid of death. Yeah. Get rid of gods. Get rid of, I mean, Veterinary would be a a a living person to get rid of, but that that would be interesting. I, I wish they wouldn't have killed off Teatame. Uh, oh yeah, I, yeah, I, he
0: I, I would have been good to keep around. Yeah,
1: I, I would want hit to see him try to kill Veterinary, the the leader of Ankh-Morpork, mm-hmm. because it's, 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 so many people have tried. It's, oh, and then
0: you would have. Yeah, it would have been nice to see
1: like a really like out of the box attempt
0: because it probably would have worked at least to almost 90 percent. Yeah. Right. It would
1: have been the closest. <laughs>
0: that's a good point. All right. So knowing that the hog is also responsible for the sun rising death attempts to maintain belief by dressing up as the hog father and fulfilling his role aided by his servant Albert. So Albert dresses up as an elf. Mm-hmm. Right. And he there was a whole gag in the movie where he keeps trying to roll a cigarette
1: while flying. Yeah, while that's flying. great.
0: that was funny it's like here comes his gag again death attempts to maintain belief by dressing up as a yeah so oh and then he has like pillow and he's trying to be warm and that's another thing where they use death the character really well because you know they just show how he's just not good at
1: yeah he does kind of shit yeah he, he doesn't understand creativity or any of the minor minor details of like human interaction yeah and shit like yeah um but I did like that since he was playing the part of the Hogfather, like uh, they had that girl who was dying, and he was able to give her life. because yeah. he can give gifts.
0: Yeah, that was nice.
1: It was awesome. Yeah. it's such a it,
0: the it, little it, matchbook it, girl.
1: Yeah, it was a, like that was a point in soul music where he li- like literally can't give anything; it can only take life. Mm-hmm. And that's why he wouldn't get well not the only reason but yeah he wouldn't get drunk and he was like lamenting over that oh, no
0: i then, guess i didn't realize that so i guess get, having the temporary pow- power of the hog father allowed him to be able to do that yeah. once mm. yeah that's what makes him an interesting character too is how he has this conflict yeah, constantly yeah. he's supposed to be this one kind of thing yeah
1: but he's been doing it so long he's just like kind of gotten used to humans that's why the auditors want to like, are kind of battling against him because, like, yeah, they hate life in general. Life yeah. is messy. Yeah,
0: exactly. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta break the rules to live. Yeah. That's because that's life happens against all odds. Yeah. So, you know, fuck bureaucrats. That's kind of the point of this episode, I think. For sure. <laughs> all right. Well, I gotta um, probably, my parking's gonna expire soon. So let's, uh, let's speed up. All right. And, um, Susan kind of gets wrapped up in this whole thing. Right. So now while death is dealing with being the hog father for the night, they're like, okay, well, Susan's gonna handle everything else. Right. And there's yeah. that whole thing where she's expected. Like, they don't even ask her. They just yeah. Well,
1: her. they don't ask her because that's against the rules. They, no. they, they say that stuff is happening. We can't tell you what. And uh
0: But they know that it's gonna make her yeah. wanna do it. Yeah. So then she just fucking goes for it, right? Mm-hmm. And she becomes basically the hero of this story, right? Yeah. She storms the, the Tooth Fairy's castle. She comes she has her sword, right? And then she uh basically slashes her way through to fighting Teatame. Yeah. And they have a big face off at the end.
1: Yeah, and he ends up getting the sword and uh she wins that fight. Uh but it doesn't help. Have- coming back later.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. There is kind of like a roundabout thing. But then ultimately, he's defeated. Yes. And then she goes to the door where he was trying to open the lock to the whole time. And then she goes to meet the Tooth Fairy. Mm. The Tooth Fairy turns out to be a bogeyman.
1: The oldest bogeyman. The
0: oldest bogeyman in existence. Yes. Yeah. Who loved, who like
1: who just became attached to children and wanted to protect them by taking care of their lost teeth yeah yeah it's pretty it's it's a pretty weird creepy yeah concept um but But i
0: think but that's what i'm trying to say earlier right i don't think (laughs) there are good people but i think there's that kind of thing yeah right so it's it's not that there are good rich people good elites good elect people right i think it's just that there are people that end up in a position that's supposed to be one where they're maybe not good maybe parasitic or maybe like oppressive yeah but then something in them is altered Right or they have a realization or maybe they were never going to be the kind of person to do that anyway. Right. Yeah. So they, it's not that they are good now, but they're about as good as a person can be. Yeah. You
1: know. With what they have.
0: Right, which is all we are. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I <laughs> For don't <know>. sure. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. You know, I'm just I don't want to rag on rich people in case I become one one day. So, <laughs> you know, That's a That's yeah. That's the dream. That's the dream. Living the dream. But yeah. Uh, I gotta go, uh, get my car. No uh, worries. it probably got towed already, because I don't know how to park. So, I don't even know if I put it in the right spot. All good. Yeah. But, uh, how, how do you feel? I feel good about this. I feel those. good, yes. All right. Indeed. So, anyway, that was the Hogfather. I guess we're gonna have to do a separate episode for... Small Gods. Small gods. Yeah. Um. So, stay tuned for next week. We're gonna do Small Gods. This is the Turtle Reads. I'm Melissa. This is Clay.
1: Good to see y'all. Thanks and... for tuning in. Thank you. Good to see you again.
0: Good to see you too.
1: All right. (laughs) All right. Bye-bye.